0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Discipleship Podcast here at Palmetto Shores Church. Uh, it's March, which means we're jumping back into our Sunday seminars. If, uh, if you remember, back in January, we covered the book of Judges. You can see our episodes covering the book of Judges. And now we're going to be jumping in in March. going to be doing four weeks in the book of 1 Thessalonians. So we met here tonight. It's a Sunday night. We met here and we had a good group of folks here. Um, If you weren't able to make it, it's totally fine. If you want to jump in next week, it will not be a problem that you missed uh, tonight. So if you're interested and you want to come and jump in with us next week, we'd love to have you. Uh, But I'm sitting here with Evan Hux. Uh, Evan, you want to say hi?
1: Hey, everybody.
0: Uh, Evan is going to be teaching us. Um, Evan is a local Soxty resident. Uh, He graduated from Soxty High School, and he is currently a teacher for Coastal School Ministries, and um, so he is going to be leading us through First Thessalonians. He's put a lot of time and effort into prepping for uh, teaching this book, and we're really excited for it. Uh, so basically what I'm going to do is I'm just going to ask him some questions about what he covered tonight, and um, and then over the next few weeks, we'll be unpacking a little bit more from the book of First Thessalonians. Um, and first off, Uh, I know tonight you did a lot of background information and kind of introduced us to Paul, the author of 1 Thessalonians. And you posed the question to the group um, why should we trust Paul? Why should we listen to what he has to say? And so um, I just wanted you to share a little bit about what were some of the reasons that you gave for why we should trust Paul? Uh, What is his story? What is his background? And what makes him someone that we should listen to when it comes to reading the Bible?
1: Yeah, so I first studied Paul back in the book of Acts when he um, went through his conversion to Christianity. So one of the things I was really impressed with is that he came from a life of really setting Christians up to die, like creating opportunities for them to blaspheme against God and to really denounce their Christian faith in order to just obey the law. Um, So I thought that Paul was really just a Christian persecuting madman. Um, But then you look at his conversion story and just the way that he interacts with God um, after Acts 9 really just shows that he had a first face-to-face encounter with God, and it really changed his life forever. So one of the big reasons why I think we are able to trust Paul so much is because the rest of his life really proves that his conversion was true. Um, He showed fruits of the Spirit. He defended um, Christians. He also was persecuted by many, um, which God says that we will all be persecuted. So it's really just the after effects of his conversion that really convinced me to be able to trust him, Um, just that his his life brought fruit and it changed so many people's lives. Um, Also the theology and just the really in-depth ideas of salvation and what it means to be saved um, by grace through faith alone. His theology and just what he teaches about Salvation only being through Christ Jesus is really all that Jesus teaches himself. So he really is following in the steps of what Jesus teaches.
0: That's awesome, man. I, um, You know, you're talking about the theology of Jesus, how he is in a way just a continuation and, and he's in sync. But uh, one of the things you drew out, uh, tonight was also that his life, uh, the way he loved people, also uh, modeled Jesus. Um, I just want to read two passages that you read tonight. Uh, one is from Galatians, and this this is Paul's own account of his own life, um, where he says, you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. So that was his description of himself before uh, his salvation, before coming to Jesus. But then in Thessalonians, this was the section of Thessalonians that you did read for us tonight in chapter 2. This is, this is now Paul the Christian. This is now Paul the man who does have the Spirit of God, the man who's been born again uh, and who got knocked off his feet by Jesus. Um, this is now the same man who wanted to kill and destroy the church. This is now what he says. He says in 1 Thessalonians 2, starting in verse three. For our appeal does not spring from error or impurity or any attempt to deceive, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak, not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed, God is witness, nor did we seek glory from people, whether from you or from others, Though we could have made demands as apostles of Christ, but we were gentle among you like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves because you had become very dear to us. I mean, in a way, I feel like you almost can't paint a more dramatic picture of the change. Here in in one passage in Galatians, he's saying, I literally wanted to destroy the church. And now in Thessalonians, after meeting Jesus, he's saying that he was like a nursing mother, caring for the church, loving the church, giving his life uh, for the church. And so um, I really appreciate that you brought that distinction out of, of what happened in the life of Paul. Um, so what about uh, this, this place, Thessalonica? Uh, why was that an important place? Why did Paul even go there in the first place? What, what would have made this an important city for him to travel to and proclaim the gospel in.
1: So not only was Thessalonica a great travel city where a lot of people lived and traveled through, so the word could be spread pretty easily, but I feel that the city of Thessalonica also just had a really obedient crowd of people there. Um, I know that the Romans, Paul was called by God to minister to Romans, Greeks, and Jews alike. And I just feel like Thessalonica was in a great location to meet all of those people. It covered all the bases Um, He was able to confront Jewish people there about their um, outdated ideas of a works-based faith. He was able to meet Romans and convert them um, to Christianity. And he was also able to talk about um, the Greek Old Testament with Greeks in the area. Also, it's really close to other cities like Philippi and Corinth, places that he also wrote to and started churches in. So Thessalonica is actually in a very central location um, to the mission that he was on.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah, I think about um, how God uses strategic locations, places that there are lots of different kinds of people and um, places that people travel a lot. And I don't know in a way, I don't know that Myrtle Beach is necessarily a Thessalonica but there's some similarities, you know, We're, we definitely have people from all over the world who both come and travel here, but also who live here. Um, and, and then there's a lot of people who come here for a little while and then leave. And, and, and there's a lot of in and out, in and out, in and out, all through, uh, obviously every year, uh, every through the summer season, we get, you know, thousands and thousands of people that come in and out of here, but even people that come here to live for just a season and then leave. And so, in a way, um, that's one of the things we, we talked about tonight is how, Paul actually didn't spend a whole lot of time in Thessalonica, but he made a huge impact. Um, or maybe we would say God made a huge impact through him and through his preaching uh, of the Word there. Um, man, this is more of a question, maybe a more general question. It relates to what we talked about tonight, but it's a little bit more of a general question. Um, you took the time tonight and really just did some overview, background information. We learned a lot about what what you might you might say is what what is underneath the book of First Thessalonians? What's feeding into it? How, as we begin to read it and study it, how will we make sense of, of um, all of the details that we see there? And so why do you think studying this background information is helpful? Uh, how does that help us more faithfully study the Bible when we take the time to look into the background information?
1: Well, I feel like it's It's very important because just like any verse of Scripture, if it's taken out of context, then it's more likely to be misinterpreted and not fully understood. So without really understanding kind of what Paul was going through um, in the situation just around his travels to Thessalonica, like in the Church of Corinth and also um, sending letters to Galatia, if he didn't have experiences in other places, he wouldn't have been able to compare um, like those certain churches to Thessalonica. And also, it just proves that you can't really understand the full story unless you understand the ins and outs, kind of what happens before and what happens after. Um, there are a lot of people today that will take a verse of Scripture out of context. Um, so how much more hurtful would it be to take a whole book of the Bible out of context? Hmm. Um, so I feel like we just really need to understand Paul and his meaning for writing each letter to each church. Um, they're definitely different environments for him to be in, but you know he had a reason for writing each and every letter and each and every piece of advice that he wrote. So just seeing the full story really gives you a fuller understanding of exactly what we're
0: reading in the Bible. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, why don't you just give a few shout outs? You spent, what, what I love about like 90% of the background information that you gave today is it came from other places in the Bible. It's not like you were pulling all this stuff out of nowhere. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the time that we spent talking about this background stuff was in the Bible and particularly from the book of Acts. Uh, the book of Acts is where we really get the story of Paul's journeys as a missionary um, and I know, for example, if you want to read about Paul's, Saul, who, Saul, Paul's conversion, he has, he, he goes by both names in the book of Acts. Um, but if you want to learn about his conversion, you can read about that in Acts chapter nine. And then you, can you remind us, uh, where, if you want to learn more about his stay or his time in Thessalonica, where can we find that? Where, what chapters would it be good for people to read if they want to follow the timeline of, um, Paul's second missionary journey there?
1: So his second missionary journey is said to start in Acts chapter 15 in verse 36, but we really see the church of Thessalonica in Acts chapter 17.
0: Cool. So if you're interested and you want to go look at some of the background information that maybe l- that kind of feeds into the book of 1 Thessalonians, um, that would be a great place to do that. Um, all right. Two other things I want to, want to ask you about. One is you gave us just some major themes, some high level kind of big picture themes Um, what are some of those major themes that we're going to be covering over the next couple weeks?
1: So the two really, uh, big themes are just discipleship, um, how we love God and love other people as he's called us to love them. And then secondly, a lot of people study the book of first Thessalonians because it mentions the return of Jesus. Um, so that's another theme that we're going to dive into Whether we understand it or not, it's a great discussion topic. Um, So I'm really looking forward to talking about discipleship and just the second coming of Jesus
0: Christ. So then it would be right to say, so next week, if you tune back in with us next week, we're going to be spending a lot of our time talking about discipleship. Is that right? Yes. All right. And then the following week, we're going to take a deep dive into the second coming of Jesus, the second advent, the return of Christ. Um, You ended our teaching time tonight asking the group what we were looking forward to, what we were hoping to get out of uh, this First Thessalonians study. So I just want to turn that question back on you, and that's how we'll we'll end up uh, on the podcast here. So what are you personally looking forward to? Are you hoping that you will get out of it and that we will get out of it as we study this, this important letter of First Thessalonians?
1: So what I'm really looking forward to is just the new environment That I'm able to teach in. Um, I know I'm a young Christian. I'm only in my mid-20s, but God has really um, done a work in my life, and I feel like being able to teach the Word, um, as it says in 2 Timothy, you know, the Word is good for teaching and reproof, reproof and correction and training in righteousness. I just feel like being here and teaching in this environment is just part of what God has called all of us to do. So one of the things I'm really looking forward to is just learning from other Christians who have been on the walk with Christ um, for probably much longer than I have. So just being able to live life with the people that show up um, and just to learn from them and them to learn from me. Um, And then also just to draw closer to God through his word. Um, Being able to teach other people really does create a whole new meaning to studying the Bible. You've never really studied um, the Bible like this until you've tried to teach it, you know? So I just feel like that's a great opportunity for me to just draw closer and closer to God, especially with the themes that we've talked about, like discipleship and the return of Jesus are two just major ideas that we as Christians are called to understand and just to love one another. Um, and just create disciples, um, like the church's mission to create disciples who make disciples, you know. So I just feel like studying the book of 1 Thessalonians is really going to help me on my walk with God, in addition to just, you know, talking to other Christians about the message that God is preaching in these books. So I'm, I'm really excited to dive in deeper and just to learn how to apply the Word to my life, specifically from
0: First Thessalonians, man, that's awesome. Well, I know we're all looking forward to the journey. Uh, the, the next three weeks is going to be great, diving in and, and really just taking a taking a deep dive into this awesome book that's that's comes from the mouth of God through the hand of Paul. Um, so, once again, if you weren't able to be with us uh, tonight, you can jump in uh, next Sunday. Uh, we're going to be doing this all through the month month of March, but each week we'll come out come out with a podcast uh, related to what we uh, learned and what we talked about from the Word. Uh, because we we know that God works through his word, and he speaks to us through his word, and we, we have a relationship with him through the word. And so uh, we're looking forward to going on this journey together. Uh, so uh, we love you guys. Uh, keep up the good work. Keep walking by faith with your eyes fixed on Jesus. And we will come back at you next week. Later.